making our dreams come true. You know how we do. Mary gets it. Hey, 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 what's happening? I hope you're having a great day, day, day. And I'm so glad you're here hanging out on Mary Gets It with me, Mary Besco, yo. <laughs> and with me as always is Bruce Leah, but she be chillin' on the bed. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be hanging out with you. This is great. It's a beautiful day in L.A. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and... Obviously, I'm feeling a million times better as far as the tooth pain situation from uh, last week. I did go see a dentist and then an entodontist, which I had never even heard of. But um, long story short, I ended up needing a root canal. Oh, da da da. And they are... Uh, Usually, I guess this is how it usually goes. They're only able to do half in the first sitting, and then you have to come back and do the second half because it's so like traumatic to the patient. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm feeling good today. I am in very good hands, and it's been a lot to deal with, but we good, fam. <laughs> we good. We rocking. So, it's been a, a crazy week, a great week, actually. I am so grateful. I had an awesome phone interview with this really cool journalist named Nick Buckley. Hi, Nick. You rock. Yeah. And he writes for the Battle Creek Inquirer, which is my hometown newspaper. And I can't even express, like, how good it feels Imagine, you know, growing up, a big dream is to be in that newspaper, to be, you know, talked about for your accomplishments and whatnot. And like, I've been I've been written up in a few different publications for different things, you know, growing up. It was cool, like, we got to be in the paper for our school achievements uh, quite a bit, which was so nice, and and I'm super grateful. There's something really different about this time, though, because it's it's all about my musical comedy and my acting and things like that, and things that I've really, like, been working so hard at my whole life. I've been so passionate about and I'm just really, really proud of myself. And I'm so grateful to Nick for chatting with me. We had a great chat. He's a cool dude. He has a beautiful family. And I'm excited to have a new friend. <laughs> and of course, you know, my mom is really looking forward to going and buying the paper. And hi, mom. I love you. <laughs> I love making my mom proud. So I'm really excited. I can't wait to read the article. And, uh, you know, it's just to, you know, just to be nominated, <laughs> just to be talked to is cool. Like, regardless, you know, you never know what's going to happen in, in, in the printing world and whatnot. I remember that I, I, I do have a bit of a journalistic background. I used to write for Yahoo News a little bit. And before that, I worked on, you know, the school paper. And there was a 
2018 page in the Battle Creek Inquirer. So I got to write, this was way back when they were first changing the driving laws in Michigan and um, how it used to just be normal, you know, you get your permit and then you get your license and then they switched it to like three levels or something. And, And so I wrote a story about that and that was really cool. I got to, you know, have my byline in print. Like I was really, really excited about that. But I know that once you turn in a story, it's kind of out of your hands. And then the editors change a lot of things. They changed a lot of things on my story, which was just, it's crazy, you know, and that happened with the school paper a lot too. I remember very distinctly, I wrote this article about a fellow student and the opening line in the article, they took that line and they made that that the title of the article. They took my opening line, made it the title, and then the article just started on the second sentence. So anyway, what I'm saying is no matter what happens with the story, I'm just so grateful to have been interviewed and to have a new friend, and it's just really cool. I feel really good about it. So yay (laughs) and then i also had the great privilege of being on my friend's podcast called the deadly hour and that was super fun like we talked about everything under the sun including conspiracy theories like we went down a rabbit hole (laughs) y'all so i'm really excited for that to come out so that i can share it with you and I really just want to listen again because it was it was a fascinating conversation. So Blake Deadly, you rock, man. Here's the funny story about Blake. I we did some shows together, you know, over the years, different shows. And we just randomly ran into each other because da 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 da. I was waiting tables. I went up to greet the table. I said, my name is Mary and I'll be taking care of you. And he said, Mary Pasco? It was just like, what are the odds? It was just a meant to be synchronicity of the universe that we just had to meet up. And I'm really glad that we did. And he he's a real generous tipper. <laughs> he's a good dude. So, you know, I'm I'm all about that. Like you can you can always tell a lot about someone by the way they treat their wait staff. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> no, it's true though. It's real true though. <laughs> so I am gonna sing a song that I wrote in college. Woo <laughs> I was really reminiscing about college because well I always kinda do because it was such such a time in my life. <laughs> there were ups and downs really really bad downs but really 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 big ups so i i was just watching a youtube video by the fabulous morgan adams hi morgan about why she left college and i was just thinking man like it's crazy that like i loved college so much i had so much fun but yeah there are people who just it's just not for them so um I I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I wish that she could have come to Wellesley or something. You know, like, uh, I think she would have had more fun. <laughs> but it was tough, too, though. I'm, no, don't get me wrong. And then I was watching Grownish, the awesome show that's a spinoff of Blackish, and that's all about college. So 
This is a song I wrote in college. <laughs> uh, back in that time, I just played it on guitar. But today, we're going to do our fabulous, fun little drum track from the keyboard just to shake it up. <laughs>
<laughs> that song is called Bitter Breakup Song Number 54. <laughs> it's true. I write a lot of breakup songs. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. That song is about my first girlfriend, Caro. Hi, Caro. I know you're not watching. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if she was actually watching? Um, I wrote that song about you. <laughs> no, she's she's fine. It just wasn't meant to be. Obviously, I'm meant to be with Ryan. So, you know, just uh, for the record, you know, like I'm one of those people who just believes in love. Love is love. And whoever you fall in love with is who you fall in love with, you know, to a certain extent like you know we're not talking about if it's if it's like illegal like uh pedophilia or something no 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 <laughs> no 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 no. it's creepy how some people will take that though they'll be like oh so whoever you love is who you love and it's okay oh uh, well you know within reason okay within reason <laughs> oh jeez. yeah so um i've been Hey, it's time to chill back. I love this part of the show where we put down the guitar, we take the mic out of the stand, and we just relax, you know, just like, uh. <laughs> and get my tea here. We gonna be sipping and spilling. <laughs> So I wanted to chat a little bit today about being a background actor. Now, let me take a little sippy here because this is going to be a lot. <laughs> mm. Okay. I was thinking about this because I was watching the awesome show Good Trouble on Freeform while I was watching it on Hulu. <laughs> and I'm not sponsored by anybody, don't worry. <laughs> and um, by the way, real quick, is it, okay, I love my Echo, my uh, Alexa gal over here. She, she's just, she heard me just say that right now and she's like, yes. <laughs> Alexa, I love you. Thanks. It's good to be appreciated. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of annoying, though, when you're watching TV and there's a commercial like for Alexa and then they they start saying, I think I might have talked about this before, but like they start saying, Alexa, play Castle Rock on Hulu. And then, but don't really do it, Alexa. <laughs> and then she starts to do it. I'm like, no, 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 no don't. Don't do it, Alexa. Don't do it. <laughs> She's doing it. She's like I found something about don't do it. Okay. She's so silly. Anyway. Alexa, pause. <laughs> okay. Let's get back on track. <laughs> back on track. She's still trying to play Castle Rock. Alexa, pause. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Being a background actor is great. 
I'm in the union, so I, I will just say straight off the top, it's a huge difference between working non-union and union. When I first started out in the game, I was non-union. You have to work your way up to that. And it was uh, it was on Mona Lisa Smile. I started as a non-union extra. And, you know, I noticed right away, this is the, the biggest thing I noticed <laughs> right away, is all the non-union extras got, like, a sack lunch, maybe, like, a PB&J and an apple or something. And all the union people, the extras and the principals and the crew, all got, you know, a nice hot catered lunch. So that was the first, like, oh, must be nice to be in the union. <laughs> now, if you know my story, you already know that thanks to God <laughs> and just, you know, some incredible people, Kevin Fennessy and Mike Newell, I was upgraded to a principal. I got a line on that movie. So that meant I could automatically join the union which changed my whole life. And so I remember when I was working on Mona Lisa Smile, I was talking to an extra who, you know, was, was not a Wellesley student at the time. She was uh, a woman, you know, <laughs> living her life. And I was, I was like, oh, so you're a working actor then. Like, this is amazing. Because, you know, I'd read all the books about, like, how to be a working actor. So I had this phrase, working actor, in my head. And she was just kind of like, she looked a little confused when I asked her. She was like, yeah, yeah, I am. I, I am a working actor. And it wasn't until many years later that I started to really think about it because that term, you know, it's about working. <laughs> like <laughs> you hear all the time people ragging on people like, oh, that's an out of work actor. Uh, some, yeah, some people are very mean. <laughs> but here's the weird thing is when I moved to LA, I noticed there was just such a huge s stigma, I guess is going to be the word to describe it against background acting and for me I love background acting and I am not afraid or ashamed or whatever to say it but there are so many people here who talk really bad about it like I it, it's it's actually it actually makes me feel kind of sick to see a lot of these people like they post on Facebook and whatnot and it's I think that it's mostly maybe like agents and managers and they're kind of like making fun of actors who do background and I have read in books also that like they say don't do too much background acting or else the industry is just going to see you as a background actor and then you're never going to get big parts and I just think that's ridiculous acting is acting okay like it, it makes me actually kind of angry when people are like that. Like, if I'm on set in character, I'm acting. <laughs> Come on. And like, and, and hey, guess what? I'm getting paid for it. So like, why are you going to try to make it seem 
like it's not a great thing. It's awesome. I love TV and movies. And anytime I can work on a TV show or a movie, I'm happy and excited. You know? Of course you know. Uh, maybe the agents and managers don't like it because it's not like a lot of money. It's not a big payday, you know, like <laughs> they don't, I don't know, you know, they only get like 10 or maybe 20% of the actor's paycheck. So they don't even care at all about background acting. Like they don't, I don't think they even want that. 10% or whatever because what is it like $10 <laughs> maybe um, but yeah so I was watching Good Trouble which is a spin-off of The Fosters which is a show that I played a foster kid on and yeah it was background I did not have a line let me tell you that was the easiest job of my entire life. <laughs> it was super fun. And, you know, they always have great snacks at the craft service table. Oh, my gosh. And great food. And literally my job for the day was <laughs> mostly just um, doing homework. Like they gave me a book and they gave me a notebook. And I could have been doing any, literally anything, anything. So I was just copying, just writing exactly what was in the book on the notebook. And, and I was on the show and that was it. Like, I think there were maybe a couple scenes where I just walked across, but that's nothing. Now, there are many other background jobs that are really hard and this is what I want people to really understand. It's not always just sitting at a cafe and pretending to talk. When, okay, there was one commercial I did. And it was an anti-drug PSA. It was called Pete's Couch. <laughs> I think the premise was like, Basically, this guy, Pete, maybe uh, was smoking weed. And so he just never left his couch. <laughs> Basically, he had the couch lock. So we were in the background doing all kinds of fun things. And then it was showing that he was missing out. And so for uh, about half the day, I was playing Frisbee, which is easy and fun, you know. But it is, you know, uh, physical activity in the hot sun. The second half of the day was really hard because we were riding these mountain bikes down a very steep hill and the hill was like treacherous there were you know stones and twigs and very like light dusty dirt that made it really slippery and we all kept falling and hurting ourselves <laughs> like <laughs> it, it was it was bad. <laughs> now, I'm very grateful to have had the job and it was quite an uh, a, quite a story, quite an opportunity. I enjoyed it. And actually, um, some of the mothers of kids that were extras went and talked to 
SAG about at the union and ended up getting us bumped up to professional stunt performers because it was so treacherous. So, hey, your girl's a professional stunt person. <laughs> I do all my own stunts, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's an example of a tough one. Another is when I was on The Middle, which is a great show. I think it's uh, in its final season maybe right now. I used to watch it all the time. I loved that show. So I was really, really thrilled to get to work on it. And first of all, I had to be there at like 5 a.m., I think, or something. So like, just know that <laughs> if you're going to be doing background acting, you're going to be waking up at like 2 a.m., <laughs> like 3 a.m., <laughs> which is crazy in itself. And then it was like a 12-hour day, I think, something like that. Very, very long day. And... Here's the kicker. It was on the show. It was like winter time in a very, very cold area. And in reality, it was like summertime and super hot in L.A. So we had to like be all bundled up walking outside in the scorching sun and it was so hot oh my gosh it was so hot I was dying and then thankfully for the final scene of the day we were indoors but here's the kicker <laughs> this episode was called hex on a train so we, we were inside the train and it was this tiny little enclosed space now I'm very very grateful I got to do this I was extremely featured. Uh, you can see me very, very well. And I'm right there with the, the main characters, the mom and dad, who are awesome, like really talented people. But it, like, it was really hot in there. And it had already been, I don't know, 11 hours on set or something. And they were both really tired too. And I could definitely tell. And I was just thinking, man, like... Working on a sitcom is really hard. <laughs> but it was great. And, oh, actually, here's the tea. I'm going to spill just a little tea. Mm. This I shouldn't really talk about this, but I'm just going to say it. Just so you know that it's not all that glamorous. It was really hot, so um, someone told me I could take off one of my jackets. But then someone else started yelling at me for having taken it off and I was just like ah I was told I could oh man I'm not gonna say names or even jobs because I don't want to throw anyone under the bus but it was so stressful I felt so bad because I I care so deeply about TV I wanted to do a really good job so I was stressing you know and it had been a long hard day and you know Everything turned out great. It looked awesome. I saw it on TV. And it, like, no, I really don't think anybody cared that I had taken off that jacket. Like, it was fine. <laughs> I hope that no one got in trouble for that. Other than me, I got in trouble. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't have done it if I wasn't told that I could. So, I'm fine. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> We're all good. Nobody did anything wrong. Everything's fine. And I'm really happy I got to be on the show. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I have a phone audition in about 10 minutes. 
so I've got to wrap it up. But of course, we're going to just sing a little song as we do. Make it up as we go. Yo, yo, yo. And then we're going to go get on with our day. <laughs> If you're an extra on a TV show, just know that you could get yelled at <laughs> for doing something someone told you was okay. But hey, you're getting paid. When I got bumped up on Mona Lisa's smile to a principal actor, I asked someone, does this mean my name will be in the credits? By the way, it was in the credits. But he looked at me and he said, all you need to worry about is if your name is on that paycheck. Get that money, get that FaceTime on the TV, however you wanna. Don't let nobody make you feel bad for it. Cause acting is acting and love is loving. I never understand why anyone tries to cut you down. Mm. Obviously, they're just jealous. <laughs> They're just jealous because actually it is even hard to get background jobs. So if you do, then you are very lucky. I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out. This has been very fun. And I love you. And hit those links in the description to make a little extra cash. Inbox dollars. I bought a... I'm not sponsored. I just love them. But I will get a little kickback if you use my referral links. And you can use them with your friends too. Also check out my Amazon storefront where Amazon gives me a share of their profits for anything that you buy. I have a bunch of my favorite things on there. Favorite musical gear. You can get my keyboard. <laughs> the picks I like for my guitar, etc. The strings, you know. And all kinds of other fun stuff. Thanks so much for hanging out. I love you and you are great. I stole that from Tony the Tiger. <laughs> You're great. Thank you so much.